Fortune and Strife features subjects which can be uncomfortable for a general audience, such as the use of drugs and alcohol, poor treatment of people of different classes or cultures, adult situations, psychological trauma, deprivation, survival, natural disasters, and violence. Listener discretion advised. In addition, these next few episodes of the show contain cultural and historical content based upon the peoples of Asia and the Far East. We are coming at this from a place of respect and genuine interest and a love of these cultures, places, and history. We may not get it 100% right all the time, and we ask you to bear with us and give us the benefit of the doubt, and we would let us know when we get it wrong. We want to be an ally in dispelling Orientalism that has affected the Asian and Middle Eastern communities around the world. Welcome to Fortune and Strife. I am Robert, or Bayoshi Shinichi, and I'll be your host and narrator. I am Chini, and I am playing Doji Gen. I am Tyler, and I am playing Akoto Ricci. Let's play some L5R in the Burning Sands. So with the passing of the sandstorm, you have all started to take kind of uh, stock of what has, uh, what's been, what's been left and what's been lost in the, uh, uh, thus the, the aftermath of the storm. So, uh, Ricci, uh, how are you doing? Well, outside of the physical injuries, Ricci's mostly naked at this point because the clothes were already in bad enough condition from the fight. The sandstorm did not help that at all. So, uh, just, uh, just the undergarments. Yeah. have gone from damaged to destroyed. So yeah, those are, you're looking mighty threadbare. Your clothing does nothing for you at this point, really. It's, it's just tattered rags, really. I, I have my undergarments and that's about it. But my satchel of medicinal supplies is also looking a little rough. Nothing inside got terribly too damaged, but it's got a lot more sand in there. And it's going to take forever to get it out. But yeah, whenever you, gotta, gotta, you know, patch a wound, you got to like, you know, shake all the, uh, uh, the sand out of the gauze before you pack anyone's wounds with it for sure. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And so, and it's got a few tears in it here and there that just leave things a little bit more open to the environment. The book too, or the, my copy of leadership did make it out pretty untouched, which I'll, I'll take. Uh, but the, the other thing that got a little bit more worse for the wear is the Saya for my Katana. Uh, just a little bit of, of sand got into the, the sheath itself and it's kind of messing around with the sword and it's a little bit more gritty when I try to draw it and uh, some of the finish because uh, I have a red finish on the Saya it's chipped away and now it just doesn't look nearly as nice either yeah no that is uh that was a little rough there uh with it uh with it being gritty uh yeah it's gonna mix with the oil and make Aya Jitsu real tough uh just it's it's gonna stick and uh, grind a little bit uh, as you uh, as you draw from here on out till you could really get that cleaned out uh all right again how about for yourself well again uh, has lost her harry a lot of her ties and ob parts that were done um her hair ribbon that she uses to keep her hair back properly is now gone so she has nothing to tie her hair back it's all kind of hanging she looks like a mess this is terrible she's a crane she can't look like this uh she also lost um almost all her arrows um her bow is damaged the bowstring is snapped um and she just she doesn't have the equipment to uh 
repair it at all uh, with her. Yeah, um, like you could, you could probably get it by with uh, 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 tying it off, but it will definitely not be, um, how shall we say, uh, suitable for much use besides uh, a couple of shots, which is fine because you only have a couple of arrows left. Right. And uh, her traveling clothes are, are damaged as well. Um, they probably would have been almost destroyed, but she had actually done a really good job of reinforcing them when we were uh, in, in town with her sewing kit. Oh, so, that's right. Uh, you had they uh, made them durable, durable yeah. Before. So, so they're only, only damaged and managed to hang together. Uh, Sueno has lost her hat which she always wears her straw hat so so this is she lost her hat it's right it, she lost her hat <laughs> one one it was it, it was really good in the in, in the sun to keep uh keep that off her head also but you know it also <laughs> kept people from staring too much at her uh uh at, at her eye patch if she didn't want them to be looking she could always pull it down a little low and angle her head the right way and people that didn't have to uh to to stare so much but now she's lost her her uh kind of one one ability to cope with that now but uh uh it's better than losing her life right and her traveling clothes and her shakuhachi are both are both damaged from the storm oh her flute it's gonna sound a little a little wheezy yeah uh let's see hayate has lost many chunks of his armor to the point that i think his armor is pretty much toast at this point um the the main uh, breastplate and one of the shoulders are completely gone, and he's just got little pieces here and there. And you know, pretty much uh, by by the end of that morning of searching around for things, uh, he will uh, just drop the uh, uh, the rest of it, the armored skirt and uh, the uh, the greaves. It's at this point, it's just more more metal and and. Uh, lacquered uh, uh, leather to carry around to the point it's not worth it anymore. So he's going to just drop those into the desert to be to be lost as well. Uh, well, he can't find his uh, mempo and neckerchief, uh, uh, handkerchief from earlier. He's able to find his kabuto, which has become damaged. Uh, but that's still, it's still something. And he can wear that to uh, keep the sun off at least for a bit, or who knows, maybe help dig out of this situation in the future. Um... And uh, what else? What what else of his might be damaged at this point? Oh, those two things lost and one thing damaged. We'll go with that. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a hell of a thing to kind of kind of wake up to and and deal with all this. His his gourd is still there. It's got you know uh, your dregs of water that you have left. It's every sip is going to be filled with uh, sand at this point, but it's at least it's still. Still something to drink. Same with uh, the bits of succulents that Richie found earlier. Uh, they're, you know, pretty much caked in uh, uh, almost this feel. It seems like a millimeter of uh, sand uh, all the way around almost every piece because it is that kind of slightly damp succulent nature to it. So it just clings to the sand and holds onto it. And it's a pain in the butt to scrape it all off. And you're going to still get bites here and there that are uh, going to be sandy. But uh, you've at least held on to uh, uh, to those things, and it's it's not a whole lot, but it'll hopefully get you going for one more day out here in the desert. Uh, you got to find something and somewhere to be. Uh, you can't keep up at this level of just well, you're just this drastically unprepared for the environment, which not through any fault of your own, but 
this desert is uh, is unfamiliar to every one of you, and it's it's uh, going to be the death of you if you don't find a, a situation or uh, if your situation doesn't change here. Well, let's hope it changes. <sighs> We've got to keep moving. Uh, we we really can't stay here. Can can you walk? I I can I can try and support you. Uh, I'll I'll be fine. We just may have to go a little slower, but I'll, we I can go. Okay. Well, after taking a you know assessment of everything that you have and brushing everything as much as you can, or knocking the sand out as much of it as you can, you know you'll have to find a way to navigate. You weren't sure exactly. Uh, kind of which direction was which when you kind of came up to this whole thing, but luckily Gen seems to have a uh, fairly good understanding of the stars. And so she could try to help guide you again by uh, trying to find whatever uh, eastern bearing she had been using before. Okay. Um, so, yeah, trying to set yourself up with, uh, you know, what's what's north or what's south, what's what, uh, going to be your guide stars here. So, uh, again, um, TN2 uh, seafaring or TN3 survival uh, to hopefully get uh, moving back east uh, or at least the same direction you've been hopefully traveling, which, you know, uh, you guys uh, will have a fairly good idea. You're not completely lost because Ricci did uh, keep you in uh, the relative area that you guys uh, uh, had kind of started at. Okay. Well, I'll give it a shot. I will give it with uh, seafaring. I will give it with earth, I guess. All right. Earth seafaring, TN2. Water doesn't seem like it will work. So. Go ahead. Uh, not, not as much. I mean, uh, water well, Water is a survey. Uh, it'll. I, I would allow you to kind of use kind of a survey attempt with it. I know water usually says exchange for trade, but that doesn't, uh, that, that's mostly for exchanging of goods. It doesn't really work so well with uh, thinking about it in a navigational sense. So I think that uh, taking the survey approach from Scholar works just fine here. Okay, I'm going to use water then. And I'm basically, I'm, 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 can follow the same course we've been on, you know, using just the stars. But what I want to do is like go to uh, the top of a dune or something so I can get a look farther away and see if maybe this direction isn't the best one we should be going. Is there hills or anything now that we've been a few days that, you know, yeah, absolutely, that would cause us to change another direction. So that's kind of why I'm using a water approach here. I like it. Okay. Okay. I got uh, two successes. Was that enough? That is enough. It was TN2. Okay. Great. Well, I will just hmm. Okay. I will keep uh, two successes and two opportunities with Strife. I will use one of the opportunities to negate two strife off of myself. Uh, because you can do that with water, right? Okay. Yep, absolutely. 
the other opportunity to negate a fatigue off myself. There you go. And this is, again, natural philosophy, so you can lose another three uh, from your passion. All right. That is what I will do. So two successes, two opportunities, two strife, negate the strife with one of the waters, remove a fatigue with the other, and remove three strife from the from my passion. If I'm going right. to go, I might as well go under the light of the stars, right? Under the light of stars, exactly. And again, and the stars are easy to see, even if uh, uh, the moon is still not quite, uh, not quite here, not quite with you. Uh, nobody got, you didn't roll three, uh, yeah, you didn't get three strife on that check, so you're fine there. And you all set out uh, heading east uh, again. Um, Gin and Sueno make use of, again, uh, the, uh, the, the stars and their little uh, makeshift instruments that they've set up to uh, kind of check on things. Uh, Gen still got her book that they could keep a log and kind of checking things out against uh, and to keep track of uh, you know, possibly how far you might have uh, uh, traveled over this time. You continue to tread east through the desert, navigated by uh, the stars as Sueno and Gen have set up their own makeshift instruments, little notches on sticks to try to measure uh, the height of stars against uh, the horizon, uh, moving to the different dunes to take a look and see if you might spot anything uh, that is out there. Again, uh, no moon, but it leaves the stars bright as can be. And with that... Uh, uh, you know, thick patches of stars here and there, and the streaking of uh, other objects into the night sky. Uh, if you weren't in such a precarious situation, you might find it to be just breathtakingly beautiful out here at night. But again, that would be if it wasn't just so bone-chillingly, whippingly cold after you nearly baked to death inside the sand uh, that afternoon. Uh, but this is this is where you find yourself. Uh, heading east on through till the shimmering sunrise begins to uh, uh, to build up and Lady Sun uh, starts to crest the horizon. And for many of you, this is a, a bitter thought. Another day that uh, Lady Sun seems to rise not out of the ocean as she always does, uh, the ocean named after her for that very reason, but up from beyond... Uh, just hills of endless sand, of dust, of dirt, of scrub brush. No real trees to think of. But that's... That's when you get the look of something. Something out there, just... Just under the sun's rays. Looks like it could be... A, a patch of water? Some, some, some bit of lake, or uh, maybe the edge of a of a river, or something. You know, Hayate is just excited beyond belief. I, by by, by the plusings of of the kami, I think I might even see a tree out there. And he kind of runs up to the top of a hill, and he starts trying to look as best he can and shield his eyes. And he's like, I think. I think it's a bend in the river. And and he starts tearing off. He just starts running. Come on. Come on, Richie-san. If we just push on a little bit yeah. further today. 
We we might be able to make it. Sweno? Uh, we... At least there's something to look forward to. We got its other side. Sweno is, 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 yeah, she kept, she helps to kind of support him there. And, well, it's not, you know, uh, Richie's legs are giving out, just the, the, the back and the, the hunching over. So, yeah, just getting him up straight with uh, people on either side kind of helps stretch that out a bit. And before long, yeah, you're all moving at a good clip. You see Hayate uh, in front of you and uh, just uh, uh, just yelling how, how he thinks it's just... Just a just a little bit farther, maybe another uh, mile or so. I was gonna say we haven't stopped to collect water at the end of the night with the dew or anything like that, because you know there's something close, and we're pushing on. But but it's close, mm-hmm. so yay. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 close, but he said that like an hour ago, and it's. The sun is just rising higher and higher, and you're all sure of what you're what you're seeing, except it's just it's just out of reach. And every every step you take, every additional you know mile you put in, it, it doesn't seem to be getting any closer. Oh no! What is this? I I don't know, but it must be some. Cruel trick of the spirits. Some magic thing, or how? Oh. Maybe I. I don't know. At at this point, Gen like throws down her bow, and she's like, "No, this, this can't can't be." First, first the fortunes drowned me. And now they're creating illusions of water, and we're going to die of thirst? Uh, she just lets her hands fall for a moment and says, I must, I must be the biggest joke that Tengoku has to play, and I'm sorry, Richie-san, that you have gotten sucked into it. I'm sorry, Sueno-san. No, no, that is definitely not the case. You are not a joke, but circumstances are not good. I, I do not believe this is fate playing anything upon you or me. It's just we may have gotten in over our heads. Up ahead, you see Hayate fall to his knees, rip the kabuto off his head, and he just starts digging. And he's like, if if it's close enough, maybe there's water just underneath here, like a spring? Something? And he just is just flinging dust and dirt everywhere to the point where his hands start to bleed and crack from just how dry and, and abrasive everything is. And it's not long after that that he just he passes out from exhaustion, just completely spent after his outburst, and he's just face first into the sand. That's we need to we we need to to stop. We need to make sure that Hayate-san is going to be okay. 
We and might make... just need to take a day to not not travel. Or make other decisions. And again, gives Richie a meaningful look as if she's referring back to that first conversation. But she picks up her bow and makes her way towards Hayate with Richie and Sueno. And it is just hot. Everything is, the sun is now directly overhead and you have uh, just a a person probably in the, the throes of heat stroke uh, laying there. He's just effectively unconscious. He's not worth anything. He's babbling incoherently, not making any sense. Just uh, if he had any water left in him, he'd be just coated in sweat, but the sand doesn't even stick to him. He's just that dry uh, entirely to the point that just there's nothing left for his body to give. All right. Uh, I look at Richie and Sueno and say, he shared his water with us. I think he should get the last of it. I agree. We should give him one of the, the fruits as well. It, I don't know if he can chew it, but we'll give him the last water. In the... Uh, there you go. You take the gourd and you hold it up to his mouth and uh, he just greedily just uh, sucks that down the last of uh, what was in there and it's it wasn't much, but uh, it does it does seem to help him a bit, and he kind of stops uh, his raving, and he just he falls asleep with long, slow, sometimes hacking coughs of breath, but he's asleep, and it's better than he was. But that's it for the water. Yep. I'm going to... I'll take off my um, outer, my traveling clothes, outer kimono, and give it to Richie so that he doesn't sunburn anymore anyway. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, good point. Uh, Richie you. at this point is probably turning a nasty shade of red, if not uh, blistering up. But, uh, yeah, so uh, you uh, don the uh, colors of the crane, which uh, does feel odd. It's uh, definitely not something that uh, you'd want too many of the uh, uh, fellow students that you went to dojo with uh, growing up to learn that uh, uh, you'd uh, found yourself wearing uh, these uh, these colors that are usually held in such enmity and uh, disdain within the uh, the Lion Clan. Oh, All right. what they don't know won't hurt me. Yeah, but you could still, even still, the the. Uh, the 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 jeers that you're sure could come are still haunt your ears, even though you're you know that they're never going to see you like this. But even still, it it it, it there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of uh, of self mockery, even if you can't uh, even if you could rationalize it away yourself. But you uh, you put those on, and it does help it does help quite a bit compared to uh, uh, what you did have on after the the sandstorm. Thank you. Thank you, Ganson. <sighs> we It's 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 a bad. It's a bad spot. Again, nods. Um she's she's beginning to get like 
kind of she's she's keeping a really cool head all, all over <laughs> relatively speaking um but mm-hmm. uh she's she's pale complected anyway uh relatively speaking she's grain she's got the white hair and all of that stuff so she's not uh really dark tan in order to uh really be able to handle this much either but that's okay um she says well uh, storytelling poetry or meditation <laughs> uh Poetry's always been a a downfall of mine, and uh, meditation's just not the Okoto way. And like I've said before, mom was in a coma, so I got stories. All right. Storytelling it is. Until... uh... We decide we have to do something else. You want to start? <laughs> I can at least start. Yeah, I can. I can start with a uh, uh, with with a story of of Takayuki. Did you ever get to meet Ayakoma Takayuki? No, I did not. Tell me of him. <laughs> He's. He's a good samurai and a good friend uh, waiting for me back in in Rokugan, though I may see him in Maida before then. But uh, he and I, we... (laughs) Let me me set this up the first way, is that he is such a loudmouth and a braggart. And... He, he he holds his ancestors well in that regard. And uh, there was one time that a, uh, I believe he was a, a Bayushi, came into one of the sake houses we were at. And he, brow- he, he proudly stated he could outdrink any lion in the area. Well... <laughs> Uh, Takayuki uh, took him up on that challenge and they were just going back and forth on, on Saki's like the, uh, you know, Takayuki would bring out one of his, you know, Saki's that he brought from his home and the Bayushi would bring out one from his home. And it was, it was uh, insane how much they both could put away at that. But Ultimately, uh, it, it came down that the uh, Bayoshi said one too many things. And, well, let's just say that uh, Takayuki threw a better punch than the Bayoshi could. Uh, and it <laughs> it's not a good place for a scorpion to get into a bar fight in the middle of all the, the, the lion samurai in the area. Uh, it's, the, uh, it's the only bar fight that Takayuki is proud of. He's won his fair share, but that's the one he he really really enjoys telling the story of. He can he could tell it a lot better than I can, that's for sure. I have heard, well, we got to see the Akoma storytellers somewhat uh, 
Hakutenmatsu, and it was always quite glorious, though I never knew quite what to believe. The line between what is factual and what is meant can sometimes be blurry. Yeah, yeah, the uh it is a very thin line, but that line is often enjoyable to cross at times. <sighs> Again, guys. Scorpion can be uh very very much trouble, that is certainly true. Uh, did I ever tell you about the uh, winter court that I, I spent in uh, Kyuden Shishoro? I don't believe you have. Uh, yes, uh, it was it was the year after Kyuden Matsu. Uh, my parents were assigned to Kyuden Shishoro uh, for reasons they they were always assigned to set up for for winter court and um i met a friend there uh Kitsu, kitsuki magi she was the daughter of the dragon diplomat and we were at the same age and the scorpion had put us both under the eye of bayushi mitsui um, who was another girl our age but we knew that she had been placed there to watch us. And so we spent all summer playing a form of complex tag in the castle of the Bayushi, chasing her and her chasing us all through all the places where little girls should not be going in the in the castle of Bayushi, but of course, always with with proper decorum and never quite stepping out of the boundaries. Oh, she must have been so furious with us! But she gave me a tea set at, at the end of us of it. Mitsui did, but I remained friends with Kitsuki Magi for many years after that. Uh, <laughs> she might. She might miss my next letter, however. I have quite the tale to tell her. Well, I, I think that would be an interesting experience, playing a, a, a bit of a game of, of hiding and finding amongst a scorpion castle. That just sounds great. And that just reach, it just kind of slumps over. Uh, again, settles him. She ch she checks him over just as as best as she can. Um, and and tries to compose him properly, and looks to Sueno. Uh, does Suena look worse than me? Does she look worse than you? 
<laughs> I mean, it's hard. You can't see the entirety of yourself, but uh, Sueno <laughs> is uh, is not doing not doing especially well. But uh, she has gone from kind of a position of uh, watching your back to uh, scooting closer and resting a, a hand near you as you both uh, tell your stories before she's uh, also fallen asleep. So there you are. You're one of the last ones still, still awake in the late afternoon sun when uh, what should appear kind of walking out of what you thought well was the bend uh, in the river is the image of well, the woman's sin, or back to Inari, and she grows and grows until she's probably ten feet tall, it looks like, above you. And she says, I'm so sorry, my children, that you had to be lost and tossed aside this far from home. It's taking me so long to find you. And yeah, just... <laughs> Go ahead. Gen's eyes are bloodshot, uh, filled with sand and everything, and she's she can barely see anyway, and she definitely doesn't have enough left to bow or anything else at this point. So she's just silently looking up at her, and her her lips are cracked uh, as she says, "Is this illusion too?" Well, if it is, uh, take and enjoy uh, what blessings I can give you this far from home. And she uh, presents a uh, uh, a cloth that she sets down, and it is a, a, a cloth covered in playful foxes carrying different uh, objects. Uh, you're not sure if they are meant to be sacred or if they are somehow stolen and uh, being uh, like they are making off with something they shouldn't. And she unties it, and inside are uh, onigiri of various uh, types. Uh, you see pickled vegetables uh, in several gourds, uh, and she says, uh, these are filled with uh, uh, the milk of an ox. Uh, the unicorns swear by it uh, in their travels, that this is what can... Uh, keep one going after so long. Take this, and if it is an illusion, well then, uh, no harm in tasting its uh, uh, its sweetness and enjoying it while you can. And if uh, this blessing in my image is is true, whether you believe in me or not, hopefully it'll keep you going for uh, the next uh, the next couple days. Uh again tries to bow and says if it's an illusion it's a nice one and she reaches for the gourd and, and takes a sip of it because she can't care for the others if she falls apart herself right at the moment <laughs> and you were hit with the uh the 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 taste of 
Uh, well, I mean, it depends how much you have uh, enjoyed uh, ox milk or not, but uh, if it's anything like you've read in the books, yeah, uh, it is uh, just as, uh, as as pungent and warm as if it had just come off the beast. At least that's what the only thing that kind of runs through your head is what the unicorn would say when they uh, gave it to other Rokugani, and you have, remember cases of um, your doji ancestors uh, tasting it in... Uh, doing their best not to uh, uh, not to retch on the scene, but uh, even with its uh, particularly uh, strong uh, scent and flavor, uh, you were able to uh, drink of it and keep it down, and it coats the mouth and the throat, and you no longer have that burning, terrible sensation of just parched, burning, chapped lips mouth and 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 throat it it's like you were just covered in now a second skin a healing uh, uh skin and you feel relief for the first time in days she makes the gesture of her hands of thanking inari for her her food before quickly like pouring some into Sueno's mouth and Richie's mouth and Hayate's mouth. Thank you. Of course. I, it's the least I can do as a as the fortune of, uh, of rice and of the bounty of nature. This is uh, unfortunately uh, both the the best I can do and the least I can do in this situation. You are far from home and my it exceeds almost the reach of my of my ability this far out, but there are those even out here that uh know of my name and uh give the blessings to uh uh to my to my spirit and to those uh Kami that are uh kind and close to me. And if uh, things go as uh, as they should, uh, you will know of them soon. Gen hesitates for a moment and asks, even though it, it costs her to do it, um, are Bisho and Yui all right? And with that, she uh, appears to... Uh, come back down, not quite to the height of Sin, probably still uh, a bit taller than even Richie would be, but no longer the towering of herself that was nearly twice your size. And she motions uh, uh, Bisho forward, or at least a, a fox that resembles uh, the one that you challenged uh, to a uh, to a duel uh, that uh, was a few weeks ago. And he uh, it bows its head, and she says, "He has sought you out throughout the spirit realms and the Ningendo for days now. He wouldn't let up until uh, he got a hold of your uh, your and Richie's scent. And he is how I have come to find you, my messenger, as they always do. And Huey is." Well, uh, Yui is with Ryuji and Mariko right now. And uh, she is safe. Um, 
or as safe as any of them are. Um, but uh, they are still in uh, in Chikshido, and we are going to hopefully find them a way home and soon. I know. You can see there is a look, a slight look of. Oh, sorry, there is a slight look of, kind of. Uh, not apprehension, but hesitancy to kind of tell you any more than that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the, there seems to be something else there. Something she's not quite telling you about Ryuji, Mariko, and Yui yet. Okay. Um, if I was not, like, on the verge of death, I would probably try and suss it out. But I am. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that doesn't seem right. She just looks at um Bisho and at first her you know she's 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 got a very defensive stance towards him but as Inari speaks and and says that he tried to find them and stuff she relents and she she gives him a nod she doesn't like go full on I I forgive you but just okay uh, just an just an acknowledgement and uh we are to where we can get get okay <laughs> this might not be at mm -hmm. okay but if I met you again I'm not going to attack you right off kind of thing there you go yeah <laughs> um So, others are coming. Someone is coming. We right. hope so. Uh, Bisho has uh, uh, felt uh, some travelers nearby. And if uh, they are as, uh, um, how shall we say, as responsive to their, um, uh, let's call it please, and she kind of like gives him a, a bit of a look. Uh, they should be heading this way and to find you. Thank you. I will, I will try to take care of them. She looks at the others <laughs> until they come. Then I will leave it to you. We have to return now. We can't stay astray this far from Rokugan for long. We wish you uh, well in your travels and that uh, you make a, a speedy return, but we uh, we don't know for sure uh, how safe or how quickly that might be. So keep your friends close and keep yourself strong and hopefully you can uh, take advantage of whatever opportunities fate brings your way. And at that, she will figure out a way to bow somehow. <laughs> it might fall over. Mm -hmm. It might fall over, you know, you might topple a bit, but uh, yeah. And uh, with that, you uh, see her dissipate back into uh, what, again, you thought was the bend in a river as the sun begins to set and it just looks like the rest of a flat, empty plain 
of Except sand for the supplies, and dunes. Right? <laughs> Except for the supplies. The supplies do stay. The 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 first shiki is still there and you uh you know let the let the others uh, drink in uh whatever state of near consciousness or uh unconsciousness they kind of are uh you kind of help force them to eat some of the uh the onigiri rice balls and to grind that up as best they can and swallow it and soon you're just left with uh, a few empty gourds uh, grains of rice and the fur shiki of the playful foxes and just before you finally succumb to the exhaustion of it all also you hear uh what sounds like possible riders or or someone uh coming nearby someone casting about some lights and uh you see several riders on strange furry beasts kind of come up upon you but it's just kind of right at the the limits of your consciousness before you also uh, pass out from the heat and the exhaustion of it all. I'm Robert Orbaishi Shinichi, your host and narrator, thanking you once again for listening. Remember to catch new episodes every Monday. If you want to catch them early or are looking for more bonus content, please consider becoming a supporting member of the Patreon at patreon.com slash courtgames. I am Tyler, and I've been playing Akoto Ricci. You can find me on my personal accounts on Twitter, at Church of Games, or on Twitch, also as Church of Games. You can find the show on the web at courtgamespod.com, on social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram under Fortune and Strife, and on Twitter at L5RFNS. If you would like to contact us, you can email the show at fortuneandstrife at gmail.com. This is Jeannie, a.k.a. Kikita Kaori, and also known as, at least today, Doji Gen. You can find me at my blog at the Winter Garden of the Kikita website, along with helpful materials for the RPG, and also on Twitter at White Veils or on Facebook. If you like, I am also found on the Court Games RPG podcast as a writer for Emerald Legacy, or check out The Table is Yours for fiction readings of the FFG stories. This has been Fortune and Strife, a Court Games production in association with D20 Radio Network and the Rokugana Historical Society. D20 Radio, where gamers roll.